Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. In this episode, we're speaking with our president and CEO, Scott Wiley, about the impacts businesses have felt from 2020. We're discussing the issues business leaders faced, how OSCPA found opportunities to help during this difficult time, the outlook on 2021, and much more. We also get into the Stop the Spread Coalition and the difference it can make for the business community. Here's what Scott had to say. 2020 has certainly been one for the history books. And, you know, let me break this up into a couple of different segments. Let me talk a little bit about the accounting profession and then even, you know, but I'll start with business leaders. You know, clearly the, the coronavirus and the pandemic have been devastating so many in the business community, whether we're talking about more than 110,000 restaurants closed across the country, the impact the virus has had on small and medium-sized businesses, even large global businesses has been unprecedented. And this is coming at a period of time where we were already facing the most complex, uh, transformative global business environment in our history. And then enter COVID-19. So I think to say it's been disruptive would be an understatement. But let me then pivot and talk a little bit about the accounting profession. You know, one of the things that I've been so proud to be able to be a part of here at the Ohio Society is watching how well this profession has pivoted. You know, I like to tell people the accounting profession isn't focused on bringing businesses and people back. It's focused on bringing them forward. And I think, you know, we have witnessed in 2020 the acceleration that makes it feel like 2025, all the things that we were preparing for, that we anticipated, we had five years to play it, plan for, we've seen happen in a series of weeks and months. And this profession, CPAs in particular, have been just so impactful in helping individuals, clients, companies, businesses, organizations, nonprofits, and even the government find that way forward. Whether that's been serving as their most trusted business advisor, whether that's been helping them make the, con the considerable decisions they're looking at as to how they might restructure their business, how they might form a broader alliance, how they get the funding they need to keep their doors open and keep people employed. So certainly this time has been um, difficult. It's been transformative. It's been a period of change. But in it, because of the leadership of CPAs, businesses are finding opportunities that weren't there before. And that is cause for optimism and hope as we go into 2021. And when you talk about finding opportunities that, that weren't there before, um, OSCPA is a part of that. We've had to pivot this year just like every other business and figure out what's, what makes sense for our members going forward, how we can help support them. Can you tell me more about some of the work that we've been doing this year to support the profession and our members? Absolutely. You know, we like to say at OSCPA, you know, that while our members are advancing the state of business and they're Ohio and America's most trusted business advisor, we're doing the same for those most, most trusted business advisors. We're thinking about how can we help them pivot and be successful. And, you know, really when we talk about 2020, people are talking about the period of COVID-19. And that's been these last nine now going on 10 months. So I think about this in, in phases and waves. You know, there was that initial six to eight weeks, um, that middle March 
to really early to mid-May. And I really look back on that and view that as the triage stage. And that's where we were focusing our attention on how do we help our members find their way forward in this period of rapid change and disruption. So whether that was focusing on making sure that the profession was deemed essential by the government so it could continue to serve um, clients and companies and organizations and getting the guidance and advice they needed, or whether that was working with our federal, our delegation in Congress to make sure that they had the critical relief funds they needed in the small business community and CPAs. Of course, I'm talking about the Paycheck Protection Program or PPP, or even working in the regulatory environment to make sure that we were thinking out ahead about some of the hurdles that were going to come. You know, looking at um, peer review, thinking about firm registration, thinking about tax filing deadlines, and our ability to get that done. And then as we moved beyond that initial six to eight week period, we worked into that next phase, which we kind of dubbed COVID now. And this was really taking place in those summer months, you know, late May, June, July, August, even in the Labor Day. And that was where we were focusing on how do we help the profession move forward? You know, so we had begun our town hall series, but we really kicked it into high gear at that time, you know, doing weekly and then ultimately biweekly um, touch bases with the profession to make sure they had access to critical information that was coming fast and furious that we could distill down for them, put them in touch with decision makers. Um, we developed a back-to-work resource guide. You know, so many firms and many companies began to think about that it, they would re-enter the workplace while others have decided that they would wait, and some are still waiting. You know, I was really proud of our team. We, at that time, moved all of our learning and CPE opportunities to a virtual basis, and we then later made the decision to do so for the end of the calendar year, and have recently announced we will continue to operate all of our learning in CPE, Jessica, through June 30th of 2021 in a fully virtual format, making sure we can develop and get critical content and information to our people and they can keep themselves healthy, well, and safe and not have to worry about traveling and, and any opportunity to contract the virus while they're doing that so they can continue to serve their clients and their companies, but also be mindful of their own health and that of their families and loved ones. And then we were building relationships Again, you know, we were in the middle of an election period. And so thinking about the work we needed to do at the State House, certainly with the governor and his team, and then in Washington, D.C. as part of a broader coalition. And then as we moved in that period following Labor Day, we really started to pivot and said, you know, we have these things under control. We'll continue to monitor them. We have a team fully focused on those issues. But we began to think about at OSCPA, what's our next moves? And so I dubbed that strategy our COVID next phase. And we were walking and chewing gum at the same time, just like businesses have to do. And in that phase, we are thinking about how is OSCPA as an organization, as a business, as a resource, as a value provider, how are we very intentionally thinking about the changes we too have undergone, that we've seen the profession lead, that we also need to emulate. So as we're emerging, we will emerge undoubtedly more agile and nimble, much more real-time focused to solve real-time issues for our members, for our customers, for the profession, to help them keep moving and keep their status as Ohio and America's most trusted business advisors. And you know, in the period that that was going on, there was other major change and transformation happening all across our country and certainly in Ohio. 
and you know, talking about the issues related to racial injustice, you know, uh, George Floyd's death, Breonna Taylor, um, at Arbery, you know, and the issues those brought to the fore that have quite frankly always been there, but got renewed focus. It caused for an amount of introspection for our profession and certainly for our organization as we, you know, thought about what are our commitments, not only to the profession and those we serve, but to those who are a part of it, those we're seeking to have a part of it, our team members. And it caused for us to really think about how we go forward. And, you know, putting out a press release was one thing, but for us, we really wanted to be a part of the dialogue for the profession. You know, we made public our commitments, we convened leaders, and we've begun the important work of listening, but also creating focus, resources, and space for this profession and the broader business community across Ohio to engage and positioning the Ohio Society as not just a thought leader in there, but a convener and a leader amongst those who are focused on these issues. And 2020 has felt in many ways like it's been five years crammed into one, but it also is one that has presented itself with tremendous opportunity if we're looking to take it. And I'm really proud that our board our staff and our members have given us the autonomy to do that. I agree with you that it does feel like this year has been five years crammed into one. There's so much to learn, so much to grow from. And of course that, that will continue make, moving forward. But is there anything um, reflecting on this year that you feel like really sticks out to you as something that you've learned from this year or, or more than one thing? Yeah, um, I, I'm probably on a personal note. Um, you know, those first six to eight weeks um, when everyone was originally, you know, initially being impacted, i.e. when the governor put in the stay-at-home advisory and so that middle March, really through that early May, middle May period, you know, a period of great uncertainty and we were making decisions in the moment because that's what we had to do. Um, a few thoughts. You know, as the leader of this organization and of people, it really gave me an opportunity to one, lean into the planning and the processes we put in place. You know, whether that was crisis management and communications, whether that was the network of ambassadors and volunteers around the state who we could lean on to get intel, or just people who are reaching out with feedback. And so, I think listening became very important. You know, the other piece was, you know, hearing people is one thing, but really helping them know that you're connecting, I think was important. If there is one competency and trait that 2020 is gonna be forever known for, it's gonna be empathetic leadership and specifically being able to demonstrate empathy. And I think that has been vitally important I learned a lot from my own team, certainly from you and others. And I don't think we can, as leaders, demonstrate enough empathy in times like this where we really need to lean on one another, recognize we are all in this together. We're not always going to get it right, and that is okay. And then the last one is really just as a husband and a father and a human being, um, so much of our time is consumed in 
our work and and part that is part of our identity and that's okay you know and for me as the ceo of this organization a statewide group that has a national reach and influence a big part of that identity has been traveling you know driving the car around the state meeting with people getting on a plane and being in dc for a meeting and i will certainly share early on i i didn't know how long this was going to be and certainly i look forward to in the summer being back at it and then certainly in the fall and even in the winter and yet here we are you know and i've had a couple opportunities to engage with people albeit differently with a mask or facial covering and at a distance but not anywhere near what was normal and it certainly caused a fair amount of reflection and rethinking about what our priorities are and i will say despite all this it, it's really been a gift these last nine to ten months to be able to be grounded, to spend more time with loved ones, to spend more time with my family, to connect with people in a different way. And I think it's going to really transition how we do this going forward. That being together is important, but we're also going to be more mindful of time and of commitments that people make. Um, so yeah, I think that was something I've learned. In taking into account, of course, you know, everything that's happened this year, and like you mentioned, everything um, that everyone's learned so far and, and the growth and opportunities that they've been able to recognize, what issues do you think will still be present or, or maybe will continue to become more prevalent in 2021 as a result of the pandemic? Well, I think 2021 is going to shape up more like 2020 and 2019, and I, what I mean by that is um, we're not out of the woods yet. We still have important work to do to both keep our physical, mental, emotional health and well-being at the forefront, safe, cared for, um, before we can be out of the woods yet. I also think, you know, certainly this organization, our members see that, you know, we're still in a precarious period of time for businesses. Many small businesses are struggling. You know, as we sit and have this conversation, Jessica, we are mindful and being advised that the surge is only just beginning. You know, the number of the death toll daily continues to set new records. So I think clearly the impact that's gonna have on our way of life, but we know on businesses around our state is going to continue. And the type of relief that we hope Congress will enact and certainly how our state government uh, responds as well is going to be critical and OSCPA is going to need to be and is going to remain actively engaged in those conversations to ensure that we can help lead business forward because that's going to keep people employed it's going to keep uh, it's going to create opportunities for kids to get back into the classroom and for our economy to begin moving in a way that is both healthy and well but also ensuring that we are doing what's right for people. And I think the other thing that's out there is this period of change and transformation and disruption that we're seeing, you know, it's created new opportunities. Um, you know, I was on a conversation last week with someone who told me in the medical profession that before this recent period of time, just 4% of their professionals were engaged in telehealth. Eight months later, 65%. Some of these changes are going to be long lasting and are going to be with us. And that opportunity, I think, is going to reshape what 2021 turns out to be for this profession as well. And I think that's exciting. 
But I also know we've got to stay out ahead of that curve. We can't wait for the change to come to us. We've got to seize it and we've got to own it. And that's how we're going to stay out ahead. And we're going to be able to continue to be the most trusted business advisors, advising our clients and companies how they too can seize it. And when we talk about, unfortunately, like you just mentioned, we're seeing a high rise of cases, a high rise of deaths. And when you mentioned, you know, staying ahead of the curve, how does this uh, new campaign, Stop the Spread, um, play into that? Yeah, this is something I'm really proud um, for OSCPA to be a leading part of. You know, we have partnered with a number of leading businesses, business organization trade groups around the state of Ohio. Um, and, you know, to focus on what can we be doing to provide leadership at this critical period, you know, in the pandemic. And so let's talk about facts. You know, there was recent polling from Pew Research that indicated more Americans trust businesses and business leaders to get it right compared to the government as it relates to the pandemic, the response, keeping people safe and well and healthy and doing what is needed to do. You know, whether that is, is the way it should be or not doesn't matter, but that is the facts. So let's also talk about the next series of facts we know. We know that this virus continues to rage on. It is not like the seasonal flu. We know that it is killing people. We know that it is highly contagious and it impacts people in different ways. We know there are proven ways to limit the spread and exposure. The wearing of a facial covering, the washing of hands, the keeping of physical distance the best you can, the making decisions. You know, for example, you know, if you can work remotely or at home, you're advised to do so. Certainly as we approach the holiday season, keeping your bubble small, making difficult life choices are preserving lives. We know that business leaders are in a unique position to talk to their teams about this, but also to advise their clients. And so that's what we're asking people to do, to help join with us in stopping the spread here in Ohio. You know, one of the critical ways we can do that, you know, before this pandemic began, my counterpart at the Ohio Hospital Association told me that many of Ohio's hospitals, particularly those in the most rural part of our state, were already in a difficult position. Many were operating in the red. This pandemic has only made that worse. We have a rural health crisis in our state right now as it relates to this pandemic. They are under siege. They can't keep enough doctors and nurses healthy and well given the community spread inside of communities. As a result, they are facing the very real challenge of understaffed hospitals and increasingly more and more beds are being taken. This is quite frankly, the perfect storm that none of us want to come. There are things we can do. There are difficult choices we can make today to help us get through while this period of vaccination now takes off. It is going to take months, not days for this vaccine to truly come into play and make the impact we need it to play, make. We also know that there is data from the state of Ohio that indicates nearly 40% of Ohioans indicate they would not or are uncomfortable taking the vaccine. 
we've got work to do to communicate with people about the importance of doing so. I understand some of our listeners today will disagree with me. I also understand there are some who don't believe that it's the role of the Ohio Society of CPAs to have these conversations. I respect their opinion, but I disagree. And our board does as well. As Ohio and America's most trusted business advisors, we are counted on to look at the data objectively and to help people make informed decisions. That's what this profession is about. And that's what this organization stands for and will continue to do. And for people who might only be thinking of this, you know, in terms of, of still just the coronavirus pandemic and, and people getting sick and, and the impacts there, how does this directly impact businesses in 2021? That's a great question. You know, and I can't be more pointed in this. Stopping the spread and doing this important, albeit difficult work as it relates to choices we are making right now will save jobs and save lives in our state. It will keep businesses open. Every day, our team, along with a coalition of business partners, are working at the State House and with the State Administration on taking the necessary steps to make sure we are not shutting down the economy in our state, that we are keeping businesses open, that we're making difficult choices about how many people can be in a facility, what, you know, what needs to be done. We are actively engaged in doing the things to keep your clients and these businesses open. Hard stop, period. Our ability to stop the spread, to slow the spread, to keep people healthy and well is directly linked to our ability to do that. If this surge overtakes our health systems, it is clear the government will again step in. Our efforts are two-pronged and are very intentional. Our ability to make these choices and do the right thing is helping business in our state. It's helping keep our fellow Ohioans employed. It's helping keep people safe. And how would you say that the businesses can get involved? What can they do to do their part? Well, we'd love to get more businesses and business leaders involved and they can join us um, by joining the coalition to stop the spread online. Uh, already we're seeing a number of CPA firm leaders sign on uh, joining us in that effort, which is great. You know, there are model talking points, um, FAQs and myths you can use, as well as an email that a leader can send to their team talking about it and the work they can do. So that's one. Two, you know, I understand in our profession that as you know, specifically related to public accounting, some firm leaders are looking at this in different lenses. And I respect that. You know, some have made the decision that we're going to keep our people out and we can work remotely and effectively and efficiently. And we're going to do that till there's widespread vaccinations. Others have over time slowly begun easing back in and have a phased in approach to doing that. And others have decided that the essential services order, um, they embrace that and have kept their operation open and have given people the latitude to make a choice that's right for them. I respect everyone's ability to do that. I also want to speak directly to those leaders. 
your people are watching. Your people will follow your lead, but your people are also talking. You know, we're hearing from a number of our members who are not in positions of leadership about the decisions that partners, CEOs, other officers are making at this time. To the extent you're able, I'd also encourage you to listen, to show empathy. And to the extent your business is able to allow your team or team members to continue to work from home in a remote environment where they can be safe. And in the instances where that's not possible for your business, make sure you're taking all of the precautions and modeling them yourself. You know, I'm clear, it's clear to me, if I'm in my office five days a week, that's gonna be sending a message to my team. And it's not sending a message that I'm the most committed or I'm the best on the team or just because I'm CEO that this is what I have to do. It's sending a message of this is how I evaluate, this is how I evaluate work. And this is what I value. And our people are watching. Our people are making judgments. And I think it's important for us as leaders to step back and recognize that as well. You know, Jessica, thank you for giving me this opportunity. You know, one of the things I've been most proud of in this period of time is just, I mean, it's been incredible and I've been awestruck to watch this profession perform. I have not been surprised at all, but it's still been an awesome sight to behold. You know, this profession dug in, did the work, continues to do the work to help their clients, to help their businesses, help their companies, help each other find their way forward. And you know, one of the things is I talk to the leaders of other business organizations and trade groups that I'm hearing from them is just how critical CPAs have been to their members. And it's been great to hear, but it's also been great for us to not only see, but to be able to tell that story, to amplify it. You know, in Ohio, we like to say that this organization is about advancing the state of business because that's what our people do. But it's also critical to see how CPAs all across our state, no matter what they do, are helping people, helping nonprofits, governments, companies, firms, entrepreneurs, how they're helping them find their way forward. And I think that speaks volumes about the integrity and the quality in this profession. And at the Ohio Society of CPAs, we're just so grateful for all of you. And we wanna thank you for what you do and letting us be a part of the work you're doing and the story we get to tell on your behalf. I hope everyone has the safest of holidays and a wonderful 2021 ahead. And at some point in time, I look forward to being together with you when it's safe and when it's right. But until then, know that we're here and let us know how we can be of assistance to you. Thank you to Scott for taking the time to speak with us more about 2020 and what 2021 has in store for businesses. If you're interested in learning more about Stop the Spread, you can go to stopthespreadcoalition.com. And what did you think of the episode? You can always let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using. We love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.